0: Hello and welcome to the Welsh Rugby Podcast, just a massive thank you before we start to so wherever you are listening to this. Just a word of warning, we do this podcast three times a week, but we're not always sure which day it's going to be on, so the only way to keep your finger on the pulse and listen to the latest episode is to subscribe, get notifications and drop us a review while you're there. Right, enough of that, let's talk some rugby. I'm Ben James, I'm joined by Andy Howell today, it's a... Uh, pretty exciting podcast bit of a French themed podcast uh, understandably so we're, well, we're days away
1: from uh, the quarter final the teams have been named it's like Christmas Eve around there isn't it? We. Oui. <laughs> that's the end of my French lesson Ben We. Oui. yeah uh, it certainly is Ben you know excitement is building towards this weekend's matches particularly that Wales game with France you know it's less than uh, 48 hours away and uh, this is where the World Cup gets serious the remaining uh, teams it's win our best now isn't it and um, there's some going to be some great matches this weekend and uh, um, you know perhaps it's, it's the most competitive uh, potentially the most competitive quarterfinals in World Cup history
0: Indeed it is um, we've got a bit of a French flavour on this podcast we got former France and Wasps flanker Serge Betson speaking to us a little later plus we got a uh, Clement Broussard of uh, RMC Sports uh, he's, he was speaking to you earlier today so uh, we'll be hearing from those two uh, a bit later on for a French perspective but let's talk about Wales to begin with uh, this is the Welsh Rugby Podcast Warren Gatlin's named his team and uh,
1: no real surprises was there in, in the starting 11 at least no there's uh, uh, starting 15 uh, Ben oh, 15. Uh, not, you've been, Ben you've been working on football too too much recently you need to get back to your big strength Rugby so anyway, on the rugby front, so yeah, starting fifteen. Uh, I guess you know the only potential surprise uh, could have been if Ross Moriarty has started, but Gatlin has stuck with the same back rows. performed so well; it's got beautiful balance to it. Aaron Young, Aaron Wainwright at six, Josh Navidi at eight, and Justin Tipperidge at seven. So yeah, it's about the only thing. Thankfully for uh, for Wales, the uh, injured personnel: um, George Northankle, and it's turned out Hadley Parks has had a shoulder injury, which no one knew about. Hadley uh, Parks, Dan Bigger with his head, and um, and Jonathan Davis' knee have all been past fit for the match, which is a great boost for Wales, but of course, Bigger's inclusion has caused a bit of uh, a reaction from the French, because they've got a different concussion rule in in place, which Jacques Brunel, their coach said, means that they would not have picked him for this game. Uh, so, um, Clermont from RMC Sport has been in here. He explained the situation. It's been brought in in France because of deaths from brain injuries in rugby in the last 12, 18 months. So, the, you know, they really um, uh, changed their tune over there, if you like. And um, so he said, you know, France wouldn't have picked a bigger on that. Uh, it's a gamble, in a sense, not his fitness, but if anything does happen a damn bigger headwise during this game, and we hope it doesn't. Of course, Wales uh, tracks and WRU will have so much flack for picking him. There will be so much fallout about it. But, uh, you know, but he's in the team and there's no reason why they can not pick him because he's gone through all the protocols. He's even had a scan. He's passed everything. So, you know, based on that premise, why not pick him? Yeah, I suppose from what we've heard you can only sort of go on the word
0: of the, the Welsh Rugby Union and they've said that he's gone through the protocols and yeah, no and doubt he has. so um, yeah. we can only sort of go on what they're saying um, and then I suppose leave the talking up to people like Jacques Brunel and, and stuff like that I think that's just probably as much mind games as it is player safety isn't it?
1: Yeah well he was actually responding I believe I understand to comments from Sam uh, Warburton who uh, Sam Warburton apparently had uh, questioned the um, player welfare in France
0: yeah, yeah, exactly, uh, he did. um it was a few weeks ago, I think, when uh, when the book came out. Um, so, yeah, injuries were sort of fine on that front, um, yeah. although it's probably a bit of a concern that our two two men in midfield uh, are both heavily strapped.
1: Yeah, that's right, and that's, where, of course, why Owen Watkins is on the bench again, especially at the centre. You know, there's got to be concern, uh, particularly, well, both guys, really, yeah, Parks and uh, Davis, with Davis in particular, breaking down. Because you know we saw Davis train the other day. He had a massive amount of strapping on his uh, on his uh, left leg, and of course you can train, but it's different in a contact situation. Again, if someone hits you from the side. You know you don't know what's going to happen to that uh, knee. And of course he had major knee surgery a few years ago. And missed the last World Cup uh, because of it. Um, so you know we hope he's fit and we hope he can take a bump, but uh, you never know with the injuries, do you? No, you don't. Urge. Urge. Wales, of course, would have a problem mate, if they lost both centers. Oh, match, so, yeah. you know, they would end up with a centre combination then of uh, Watkin and he would have to move George uh, Ford, uh, George Ford, George North into the centre and have a uh, scrum half on the wing, I suppose. Yeah,
0: George, George Ford can't get into the England team. Yeah. He's not getting into the Wales team anytime time soon. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you said there that uh, the reason Owen Watkin is on the bench is because of these. Do you believe that's the only reason? Because for me, I think Owen Watkin would have been on the bench regardless. I think that's where Warren Gatlin likes to... Have as his twenty third man, you know. Obviously, Halfpenny was on the bench against Georgia, but since then, yeah. you know, big the big sort of games this year, he's had a centre on the bench rather. Than, yeah, uh,
1: because of course Rhys Patchell has been on a bench can play full fullback where he has played for Wales um, in the past in the tests in New Zealand twenty sixteen, so he can uh, cover that uh, that position. What Wales are going to have to be this weekend is they're going to have to be careful with their back division substitutions. Uh, because of that concern it's just like you know concern over injuries is um, do you uh, make replacements a bit later in the game uh, just in case anything happens uh, to one of those guys we mentioned or, or already or do you uh, you know still stick a, um, stick a play on say after 55 minutes yeah,
0: yeah you indeed. Think-
1: they're going to have to be carefully manage the substitutions
0: yeah, I suppose particularly the scrum half substitutions because they're the sort of mm, specialist position. They're, they're the jokers in the pack when it comes to yeah. the sort of the medical side of things, aren't they? Yeah, it um, might
1: it might be a situation there that we'll just need to keep on guys keep uh, Gareth Davis on for nearly all all the match because just in case you Thomas Williams or, uh, has got to go on the wing or Davis switches the wing and Thomas Williams comes on at scrum half. Okay. um... I suppose the other surprise, or the only
0: surprise really, on the replacement bench was the fact that Reese carey has been given the nod over Nicky Smith. Um, we'd have probably thought that Nicky Smith was going to be first choice uh, loosehead coming into this World Cup after Rob Evans uh, missed out, and here he is now third choice.
1: Yeah, it is a big surprise, isn't it? Isn't it? It's the decline of, uh, or the demise of uh, Nicky Smith. He was uh, played so well in the autumn campaign, uh, you know, in the wins against Australia, South Africa. Etc. Uh, he actually missed out on a starting place in the Six Nations because of an uh, uh, ankle injury, which he suffered just after that autumn uh, campaign. So Rob Evans was first choice then. Uh, with Rob Evans having been left out, you know, controversially I suppose, because everyone thought he assumed he was the first choice. Uh, Lou said, "I'm being left out of the World Cup uh, squad." We thought oh, it's Nicky Smith's uh, position, but uh, you know, when Jones has come up on the blind side uh did better in the uh, warm up internationals was impressed in training and he's ended up as well as his uh first choice uh loosehead prop and has done a good job at the scrum
0: absolutely um let's look at the France team then um they also had their injury injury worries uh, shall i say um Damien Penno and Antoine Dupont have been past fit which i suppose is is a massive boost because if you look at this French team, they're they're the, they're the two real sort of danger men, aren't they?
1: Yeah, they are, aren't they? And uh, yeah, and it, it, it's quite interesting to me that Warren Gatland today actually name checked Dupont as a danger, athletic, power, etc., and a player Wales are going to have to uh, uh, shackle. I think uh, what I've seen of him in this tournament, he, he does look an outstanding uh, prospect, and he's so dangerous and he's uh, he's lightning. And that battle, that scrum half battle, you know, is going to be a battle between two of the best number nines in the tournament in uh, DuPont and uh, Cars Davis has been on fire for Wales so I'm really looking forward to that you know DuPont has got to play well if DuPont is playing well Wales are probably going to be in for a game Uh, if they can shut him down you know Wales on paper should win this game pretty convincingly but of course rugby's not played on paper and it's a World Cup quarter final it's a knockout stage I
0: suppose when it comes to mentioning France the same old cliche always comes up um Although I won't say it, but we do it's it's gone from being a sort of week to week thing to well, within within eighteen minutes they'll be they'll be brilliant one minute and then dreadful the next and I suppose that's a facet of, of, of the way they tried to play the game, which is keeping yeah. the ball but, alive so often with offloads, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but let's face facts, they've been poor since they reached yeah. the final of the twenty eleven World Cup and they actually weren't very good in that tournament till the till the final. Uh you know, they got there by chance, really, and uh, owing to other countries' misfortunes like Wales with Warburton getting sent off. but uh, So they've been poor ever since, and the problem they've had over those years is half-backs, particularly outside half, they haven't had someone who can control the game. Got uh, another super prospect in uh, Roman uh, Antomak, the son of the great Emil Antomak uh, as number 10, but you, you look at him in matches and he just look young and experience this is probably World Cup uh, too soon for him. Fans have won the last uh, two under twenty uh, World Cup tournaments, and they are bringing in some of those uh, players. Um, of course, they host the tournament in four years, so they will be a major force. I suggest that. I think this World Cup has probably come too early for them. And uh, if they get if they beat Wales this weekend, I think they will think they've done their job. Semi final be as far as they uh, as they could as they could get. Um, Wales need to put pressure though on Antimac and those young players and make them, you know, uh, retreating into their shells.
0: Um, I've been doing a bit of analysis, I always do, you know me. Um, watching over the tape. I looking, have heard a whisper, Ben. Looking at the numbers. Um, I get the impression that this... France are probably up there with probably being one of the best offloading teams in the tournament when it comes off. Um, but it just, it doesn't seem to come off enough. Um but do, do you, looking at the way that Wales defended against Australia and Fiji, do you have any concerns? Because a lot's been made about the fact that Wales missed 77 tackles across the pool stage. Personally, I, I don't have any problem with that. I think missed mm. tackle stats are often misleading. But do you have any concerns with the Wales defence and, and how they can deal with... Because if anything's going to break Wales defence down, it's normally fairly unstructured, sort of off-the-cuff play, isn't it? Mm.
1: Uh, not Wales are... Be- struggle a bit in midfield defensively but I think France will test Wales more out wide with the likes of uh, Penno Talk there about Penno
0: what I've noticed is where well, France have a fairly basic sort of holding pattern when it comes to playing but they're very good at hiding when they're going to bring Penno into the game uh, we saw Josh Adams maybe struggle a bit against uh, Fiji and their big wingers which could have pointed to maybe France going with um, Ratter on a win instead of uh, Penno. they're going with Peno, Um I guess that's something that uh, Wales is back three are going to have to be very aware of aren't they?
1: Yeah for sure um, you know Wales, are gonna, Wales will, uh, the fans would have spotted that uh, Adams had uh, problems so they'll be playing on him a bit and in the Six Nations they played on George North in the first half and they've got to try as a result of drawing him in and then getting an overlap outside him when he was Ball watching rather than man watching, he got pulled in too easily. So I, I you know, France has done their own work, which you assume they ha- will have. They will target those Welsh wingers defensively.
0: I suppose as much as as much as they can cause you damage, they can cause themselves damage. And Wales know that there are gifts there to be had if you just. If you're disciplined and aggressive,
1: um, yeah. Well, it was the uh, George the, North's yeah, second try. Yeah, There's a fumble, you know. Houjé really let Wales back in that uh, back in that match. You know, he had um, second half. He was all over the over the shop. and I bet you know he would probably wish the start of France had hit him up because um, you know he was uh, poor and Wales capitalized on him. That's the thing with this French team that their uh, seems their heads can go pretty quickly and drop. Now that probably comes because their record is so dismal. Uh, since the last World Cup I think their best finishing in the Six Nations is uh, fourth they lost to Fiji in Paris a, a year ago you know they, their record suggests they're not a very good side okay and on on that note
0: I guess it's uh, it's about time we probably got your predictions um, for Sunday
1: yeah, yeah I'm expecting Wales to win this match quite convincingly I think uh, once Wales have done a job on them one by enough there's no need to go to town on them because you've got to keep some energy for the uh, semi-final by expecting Wales to win by 13-14 points uh, you know so as long as Wales turn up and at their best I can't see any way fans will win this game uh, if Wales can come out the blocks like they did against Australia and Georgia you know for could be done pretty quickly
0: uh, what about the um, the other quarterfinals we haven't mentioned those but um Oh. there's some absolute well all three brilliant matches aren't
1: they yeah some oh, yeah all potential uh, Belters let's start with England Australia. Australia uh, I'm I'm expecting England to win that game have too much power for Australia up uh, uh, up front uh, of course a factor in all these matches which you mustn't discount is with this clamp down on um, on high tackles, is the possibility of red cards um, so you, you only need say Teolagi got a red card against Australia that could turn that match uh, so we, you know, let's take that into account a bit. But I expect England to be too good to be too good for them. And then we've got um, New Zealand, Ireland. Um, you look at it on form; New Zealand should win that match. But I, I, I just got a sneaky feeling Ireland got one big game in them this World Cup, and this could be it. And uh, they've beaten New Zealand twice in the last three meetings, so there's no inferiority complex. And maybe the All Blacks suit the Irish way. Of um, playing, and um, you know if they can play their best, Ireland they could be right in that match. Whether or not it, whether it'll be good enough, because you've got the brilliance of Bodeen Barrett uh, who can decide a game. You know a couple of moments of magic, like we saw in the opening uh, uh, match of the World Cup when New Zealand beat South Africa because of two moments of uh, brilliance from the All Blacks. Um, whether Ireland can be on it for the full 80 minutes is the big question. If they are, there could be. We could see a shock definitely i got I got a
0: sneaky feeling about it too I don't know it's something even though it's different because you know the All Blacks in a World Cup quarterfinal are a different proposition to the All Blacks in an autumn test is, you know not by much but just enough you know the All Blacks know if they lose this it's well life's not really worth living back uh, back in New
1: Zealand is it for the next four years it certainly won't if the All Blacks go out to the quarterfinal stage and Wales happen to go all the way and win the World Cup who'll be the All Blacks coach this time next year I'd suggest Warren Gutland. That's, yeah,
0: that's another story, that. Yeah, that's another story. And then the third quarter final, the one that's on the same day as Wales v France, that's another one that just promises to be a great game as South Africa against Japan.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a clash, isn't it, of uh, cultures, I guess, and uh, styles. Uh, South Africa, enormous side, absolutely huge, even because six forwards. On the bench because they intend to shackle and strangle uh, Japan and not give them the ball. Basically, against the, uh, J- Japan, whose game is based on speed, intelligence, passing ability, support play, uh, fitness, they'll want to run those big men round and reap the rewards uh, late in the game. I don't think you can. Uh, I don't think you can actually uh, completely dismiss Japan though. To me, South Africa are uh, favourites for that match. Um, you know, because I, I believe they could go all the way in this tournament, um, but let's hope it is really competitive in Japan in it because it wouldn't it be great for the O's uh, uh, to get uh, through to the semi-finals. And I don't think uh, Japan certainly won't have any inferiority complex about it. They beat them four year, years ago, and I don't think the uh, Japanese. Are- Culture allows them to have an inferiority complex. That promises that could could be a fantastic game of rugby, and Japan will be aided by again by that clamp down on high tattles because South Africa know they can risk going high because they could have people off. And don't forget, Ben, as we have previously discussed, for big men it's hard to get down low and make those tattles.
0: Indeed, indeed. Um, again, I got a sneaky feeling Japan might do that.
1: I'd love it if they did.
0: I, I think the island game show that they can play. They can sort of they can work out physical teams and I, I I just got a feeling they might do it again um, wouldn't
1: it be great for rugby though if Japan and Ireland both got through oh it'd be great hmm. I mean
0: I'd, I'd personally I'd prefer to write about Japan next week to South Africa just would be a nice change wouldn't it writing about Japan in the World Cup semi-final but uh, there's a weekend of rugby before all that um, heard our views on it but let's uh, let's turn the podcast a little bit French because uh, when we return we'll be speaking to Clement Broussard and Serge Bettson I'm Sam Warburton and you're listening to the Welsh Rugby Podcast. Who knows wins are changing the culture of gambling by making it social. They've removed the bookies from the equation and now you can bet on sports against your mates. It's a great way to rake in the cash from your friends and have a bit of banter along the way in the chat section. No odds, no bookmakers, this is all about the prediction on sporting events. The more you know, the more you win. Download the app on the Apple App Store or Google Play. For more information, visit their website at www.whoknowswins.com, the home of social
2: betting. So I'm Clément Brossard uh, from uh, RMC Sports. Clément, you arrived in Cardiff to do some uh,
1: interviews with the uh, media and the uh, Welsh public. Uh what's your views though on the France against Wales this weekend can France win the match
2: yeah it will be a, a difficult match uh, I think France can win but uh, we see uh, a France uh, with difficulties uh, since uh, the first of, uh, of the World Cup but um, we, we can make a uh, makes impossible things with, uh, with this team. Uh, we have a new ger- generation too. And if, uh, we refer to, to the match, uh, at uh, Stade de France, uh, f- against, uh, against Wales, uh, we see this year and since Two or three years now, um, French with different faces, um, like, uh, like this match in Stade de France with uh, a, a good face in the first and after it was horrible for us. So, um, with, with, uh, this team, with the French team, we can't, uh, we can, um, see very very old match we can see uh um difficult match like um against Tonga and uh and beat uh new zealand or australia or always so it will be a, a good match for for us and uh, maybe as a match to to know um if we can't go um maybe um into into the final until the final. I don't know, but but uh, it's a um, it's a progress, and this match will be a progress for for next years. Yeah. Uh,
1: tell us a bit about the exciting uh, young players in the French team.
2: Yeah, we we got uh, you know players and um, and sometimes uh, son of big players uh, like Antamak, uh, Damien Peno too. Um, it's a new generation, really a new generation, uh, with uh, all those players, more with more uh, experience, and um, it's a good melting to to make something. And today we have um, we have a championship uh, with uh, high level, uh, with uh, many young players uh, to uh, knock the door for the selection, and um, and it's just uh, the start for this French team, and I think. Uh, In two, three, four years, uh, we we will have um, a good young players.
1: So, is the French target not this World Cup, but the next World Cup which you host?
2: Yes, I think, uh, like in uh, every sports, like uh, in Olympic Games too. Uh, I think France uh, have um, another vision, not now, uh, but uh, he try to to like uh, he he try to to see. uh, 2020, 2024 for Olympic Games. Uh, yes, it just uh, I try to to have a good melting now and uh, after Europe.
1: Yeah, and what do you think of this? Uh, what do you make of this Wales team?
2: It's a good team. It's uh, it's always uh, a good match. Uh, France against Wales. Um, Dan Biga will be here, and uh, I think it's a. Uh, uh, principal players dangerous, uh, for against us um and i think they can go until the, the title uh it will be difficult because uh, today we see uh in australia new zealand uh, sure um they're but uh yeah wales well, is uh, is always a uh, a good adversary against us.
1: The, fr- the, fr- the France coach Jacques Brunel has raised questions about Dan Bigger playing in the match. He's had two head injuries during the tournament. What's your view?
2: Um, Jax Bernard says it's, uh, curious and, uh, maybe dangerous, dangerous for the player. Um, he wants to protect all the players. We have uh, many problems of uh, brain commotion in France, uh, and, uh, all the, med- all the doctors, all the French doctors try to, to, um, to, to protect uh, all the players and, uh, and we, we he see with his big guy will play uh, I think um, it was just he was just uh, uh, afraid for the player and uh, not uh, not for a game and um, I, I think um, I think he, he just will protect the, the player mm. no more
1: who do you uh, expect will win this match
2: uh, what I did expect? <laughs> um, I, I want France to win, <laughs> surely. Um, but uh, if we can make the, the same first period like to start the France and uh, win um, and uh, with uh, with sixty points, uh, I think. And after uh, we we should uh, do do better, and uh, maybe we can uh, we can beat this uh, this team or uh, this worst team. So
1: you have got some confidence.
2: No. <laughs> no. No. Merci beaucoup. Merci beaucoup.
0: Okay, I'm now joined on the podcast by former French international Serge Betson. Uh, Serge, how are you doing?
3: I'm good. You?
0: I'm very well, thank you. Uh, how's Japan?
3: Uh, Japan is uh, an amazing. amazing city um, uh, in Tokyo. I've been in Tokyo for 20 days now. Um, and it's fascinating to be part of this uh, ninth World Cup.
0: Absolutely, it must be, and um, we're now into the business end of it. Quarterfinals are uh, ahead of us, and um, well, it's Wales v France. That's uh, pretty exciting, isn't it?
3: Yes, exciting, but at the same time, a little bit uh, scary because uh, it will will be one of the very tense game um, I think ever between the both country. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the game. I suppose
0: two... Slightly different routes. To the quarter final, obviously, Wales played all four of their games. One or four. Um, France ended up missing out on that match against England, um, and they haven't looked too convincing, have they? In the other three matches.
3: Yeah, France uh, start really well uh, uh, the first half in uh, against Argentina, and, uh, and second half was really uh, difficult to watch and to to resist. But uh, the overall is uh, French team are playing well most of the time on the first half and the second half they kind of drop down the, the intensity, they drop down the sometimes the focus and. Um, and we end up with uh, uh, pretty much the same kind of a scenario where the other team um, trying to score and, and, and maybe nearly beat us uh, for the last three games. Then, yeah, it, it, it was a very, very... Uh, Difficult start, but uh, I have to say I'm really proud of French uh, French team and the boys turn up because nobody didn't expect them being in the quarterfinal. And I have to say credit to to the player and the, the manager coaches who are uh, doing uh, something uh, very special.
0: Why is it that France can't seem to put in an 80 minute performance? Because when they are good, they're very good. You know, I think when it comes to the sort of the offloading and support lines, there's they're probably the best team in the world cup at that aren't they but they just can't seem to do it for long periods of time yeah but it's also you need to remember that uh, it's
3: a younger generation of players uh they didn't really play together for such a long time and uh, and i think uh the, the fact that uh, uh they've been all together for uh three months now um it, I, I think there 's something going to click and uh, and this is where I definitely believe uh, this game could be the game where uh, everything can click uh, because we know the talent of of those individuals we know uh, that the, the, the quality of, of of the skills and the physicality then is down to play as a unit as a team
0: and um, obviously being a back row yourself, uh, the French back row's gone well it 's looked very sort of disruptive at the breakdown there's a lot of breakdown influence in this French team and they've looked good sort of disrupting opposition attacks yes
3: definitely Uh, I think uh, they're they're very complementary uh, three of them Um, uh, Laurie Wenceslas who are, uh, are down to trying to to disrupt the rug, uh, Olivon who are a very uh, a way of chasing, also supporting or, or trying to steal the ball from the rug and uh, tackling, and um, and and Picamol who got the power and uh, and uh, and that's the that balance. I think will going to help us to uh, to disrupt some uh, phases of uh, Welsh and 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 try to uh, stop them as soon as possible.
0: What is the view of Wales, uh, sort of, in France? Uh, the
3: view uh, is uh, the last, uh, last, last two game. We play against against uh, this team. Uh, we managed to to give them some gift, uh, which is the, the last one is uh, obviously uh, the 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 fact that they were the one the the first game in the Six Nation in in Paris and won the Grand Slam, uh, which is something. Uh, uh, if if you look at again the scenario, uh, the first half was amazing, and uh, and the second half uh, uh, for some reason the Welsh team turn up and uh, and and I have to say, uh, in terms of the strategy Warren Gatlin put in place, uh, it was uh, something really interesting with the with the the the, the change of the ten, who, who really brings some. Uh, a new as, as inspiration uh, to the game and, um, and, and that management I think was one of the, 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 the reasons why the um, Welsh team uh, have that success uh,
0: uh, I suppose is there, is there a feeling in France that maybe this is a, a sort of a, the good quarterfinal Wales could have got they could have ended up with Australia would you, would you rather play for, uh, Wales?
3: At that uh, stage, you know, uh, uh, it's, it's 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 difficult to to say. But yes, at some point, yes, because we know uh, Welsh uh, team uh, very well. We is uh, an European team who got the same kind of uh, uh, organization and uh, and is not so far from what we used to we used to do and play. Then yes, uh, I think. Um, it's a reasonable a good a good fit uh, for the both team and uh, and and we'll see it's uh, it is going to be uh, really interesting uh, because at some point you need to go away from everything you we did French team did against the Welsh uh, and 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 trying to reinvent at some point um, the new approach of uh, uh of, of the player to um, yeah, to be ready for this uh, amazing challenge.
0: And obviously, um, there's been a bit of talk in the papers about some disruption in the French camp between the coaches and and the captain. Um,
3: but yeah. I th- heard that. That. I- that uh, uh, yesterday and is uh, there's nothing uh, around this. That was something uh, a year ago now. Then uh, I don't know why that come up uh, uh, and people talk uh, about that. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, but. Uh, but but yeah, it's um it's 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 at some point uh, life of uh, a team team management and a relationship with the player. But I don't think there is so uh, something as bad as as here because uh, I was I was with them um, in uh, Fukuoka and uh, they were they were they look okay. They they look very very friendly in. Between the staff, between the coaches and the players, and um, and and some of the ex uh, uh, player like uh, uh, like uh, uh, and tamak uh, who his son is playing, is always talk about the camaraderie within the team, and uh, and I think that is uh, the positive uh, thing we should be talking about. But uh, uh, that those rumor, I don't really believe on, on it. But. Yeah,
0: but but I suppose move, moving away from that side then, though. But the, the World Cup knockout stages do seem to bring something out in the French team. You know, you think, you think twenty eleven, they they hadn't looked that convincing in the pool stages, but then they went and beat England and Wales and nearly beat New Zealand. Two thousand and seven, you beat New Zealand. Ninety nine, you beat New Zealand. It, it just a, a France team in a World Cup sort of knockout match is, is just a different animal, isn't it?
3: Yes, it's true that uh, we uh, we we always uh, turn up. I, I always say that we France is one of the the the, the best one of the best uh, uh, team uh, through the ninth World Cup, uh, and 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 is one of the team who every time reach uh, the semis uh, or the final and and unfortunately we didn't really have that kind of uh, momentum to 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 achieve the final and win it which is uh, uh, for me one of the biggest um miss into in to uh, uh french rugby produce we need to remember that uh, french rugby and uh, and uh the uk rugby are producing uh, uh let's say 98% of what rugby in the world is about then uh, then at some point we need to be ambitious we need to be uh, uh willing to get that kind of uh, um, yeah uh, lift that 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 goal and and and, and, and make sure one day we will uh, win that trophy
0: and you may well do it this year. Um, so, I suppose we'll finish with what, what? What do you think? How do you think the match is going to go? What's your prediction? Uh, uh, knowing, knowing
3: some, um, knowing some uh, coaches uh, either side, um, knowing was uh who coached me at Wasp, um, I definitely believe that. Uh, uh, the game will be very very tense and very very unpredictable um, why because uh welsh got a really really good uh, defense organization uh they're really ruthless in the ruck they're really really uh, patient as well they don't give up easy penalties then uh we will have to turn up with uh with the same mentality, we we, we, we start with against uh, Argentina. We with with the idea of playing offloading and and secure uh, the ball and and apply pressure by uh, keeping the ball uh, alive and 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 through phases. I think that's going to give us uh, the momentum. Um, but again, we need to keep calm. We need to keep the composure and 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 don't. Give a, 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 yeah a easy penalty to, to the Welsh, otherwise we will be get punished uh, uh, by, by by the number ten. Um, and this is my my prediction: is is going to be a very very tough game. Um, I, don't, I don't see a lot of score or a lot of tries, uh, but it will be by one point. I think.
0: And is that going to be a France victory by one point or a Welsh victory? Of course, France went to win. Come on, allez la France! There we go. I think that's the perfect place to leave it, Serge. Uh, Thank you for doing this.